Part One, Chapter Ten B of the History of the Devil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The History of the Devil by Daniel Defoe. Part One, Chapter Ten B. But I go back to the affair of Babel. This confusion of language or of counsels, take it which way you will as the first disappointment that i find the devil met with in all his attempts and practices upon mankind or upon the new creature which i mentioned above for now he foresaw what would follow namely that the people would separate and spread themselves over the whole surface of the earth and a thousand new scenes of action would appear in which he therefore prepares himself to behave as he should see occasion how the devil learned to speak all the languages that were now to be used and how many languages there were the several ancient writers of the devil's story have not yet determined some tell us they were divided only into fifteen some into seventy-two others into one hundred and eighty and others again into several thousands it also remains a doubt with me and i suppose will be so with others also whether satan has yet found out a method to converse with mankind without the help of language and words or not seeing man has no other medium of conversing no not with himself this i have not time to enter upon here however this seems plain to me viz that the devil soon learned to make mankind understand him whatever language he spoke and no doubt but he found ways and means to understand them whatever language they spoke after the confusion of languages the people necessarily sorted themselves into families and tribes every family understanding their own particular speech and that only and these families multiplying grew into nations and those nations wanting room and seeking habitations wandered some this way some that till they found out country respectively proper for their settling and there they became a kingdom spreading and possessing still more and more land as their people increased till at last the whole earth was scarce big enough for them this presented satan with an opportunity to break in upon their morals at another door viz their pride for men being naturally proud and envious nations and tribe began to jostle with one another for room either one nation enjoyed better accommodations or had a better soil or a more favorable climate than another and these being numerous and strong thrust the other out and encroached upon their land the other liking their situation prepare for their defense and so began oppression invasion war battle and blood satan all the while beating the drums and his attendants clapping their hands as men do when they set dogs on upon one another the bringing mankind thus to war and confusion as it was the first game the devil played after the confounding of languages and divisions at babel so it was a conquest upon mankind purely devilish born from hell and so exactly tinctured with satan's original sin ambition that it really transformed men into mere devils for when is man transformed into the very image of satan himself when is he turned into a mere devil if it is not when he is fighting with his fellow-creatures and dipping his hands in the blood of his own kind let his picture be considered the fire of hell flames or sparkles in his eyes a voracious grin sets upon his countenance rage and fury disport the muscles of his face his passion agitate his whole body 
and he is metamorphosed from a comely beauteous angelic creature into a fury a satyr a terrible and frightful monster nay into a devil for satan himself is described by the same word which on his very account is changed into a substantive and the devils are called furies this sowing the seeds of strife in the world and bringing nations to fight and make war upon one another would take up a great part of the devil's history and abundance of extraordinary things would occur in relating the particulars for there have been many great conflagrations kindled in the world by the artifice of hell under this head viz of making war in which it has been the devil's masterpiece and he has indeed shown himself a workman in it that he has wheedled mankind into strange unnatural notions of things in order to propagate and support the fighting principle in the world such as laws of war fair fighting behaving like men of honour fighting at the last drop and the like by which killing and murdering is understood to be justifiable virtue and a true greatness in spirit is rated now by rules which god never appointed and the standard of honour is quite different from that of reason and of nature bravery is denominated not from a fearless undaunted spirit in the just defence of life and liberty but from a daring defiance of god and man fighting killing and treading underfoot his fellow-creatures at the ordinary command of the officer whether it be right or wrong and whether it be in a just defence of life or our country's life that is liberty or whether it be for the support of injury and oppression a prudent avoiding causeless quarrels is called cowardice and to take an affront baseness and meanness of spirit to refuse fighting and putting life at a cast on the point of a sword a practice forbid by the laws of god and of all good government is yet called cowardice and a man is bound to die dueling or live and be laughed at this trumping up these imaginary things called bravery and gallantry naming virtue and honour is all from the devil's new management and his subtle influencing the minds of men to fly in the face of god and nature and to act against his senses nor but for his artifice and the management could it be possible that such inconsistencies could go down with mankind or they could pass such absurd things among them for reasoning for example a is found in bed with b's wife b is the person injured and therefore offended in coming into the chamber with his sword in his hand a exclaims loudly why sir you won't murder me will you as you are a man of honour let me rise and take my sword a very good story indeed fit for nobody but the devil to put into any man's head but so it is b being put in mind forsooth that he is a man of honour starts back and must act the honourable part so he lets a get up put on his clothes and take the sword then they fight and b is killed for his honour whereas had the laws of god of nature and of reason taken place the adulterer and the adulteress should have been taken prisoners and carried before the judge and being taken in the fact should have been immediately sentenced he to the block and she to the stake and the innocent abused husband had no reason to have run any risk of his life for being made a cuckold by thus has satan abused the reason of man and if a man does me the greatest injury in the world i must do myself justice upon him by venturing my life upon an even lay with him and must fight him upon equal hazard in which the injured person is as often killed as the person offering the injury 
suppose now it be in the same case as above a man abuses my wife and then to give me satisfaction he tells me he will fight me which the french call doing me reason no sir say i let me lie with your wife too and then if you desire it i may fight you then i am upon even terms with you but this is indeed the reasoning which the devil has brought mankind to at this day but to go back to the subject viz the devil bringing the nations to fall out and to quarrel for room in the world and so to fight in order to dispossess one another of their settlements this began at a time when certainly there were places enough in the world for everyone to choose in and therefore the devil not the want of elbow-room must be the occasion of it and tis carried on ever since as apparently from the same interest and by the same original but we shall meet with this part again very often in the devil's story and as we bring him farther on in the management of mankind i therefore lay it by for the present and come to the next steps the devil took with mankind after the confusion of languages and this was the affair of worship it does not appear yet that ever the devil was so bold as either one to set himself up to be worshipped as a god or which was still worse two to persuade man to believe there was no god at all to worship both these are introduced since the deluge one indeed by the devil who soon found means to set himself up for a god in many parts of the world and holds to it to this day but the last is brought in by the invention of man in which it must be confessed man has outsinned the devil for to do satan justice he never thought it could ever pass upon mankind or that anything so gross would go down with him so that in short these modern casuists in the reach of our days have i say outsinned the devil and then both these are modern inventions satan went on gradually in being to work upon human nature by stratagem not by force it would have been too gross to have set himself up as an object of worship at first it was done step by step for example one it was sufficient to bring mankind to a neglect of god to worship him by halves and give little or no regard to his laws and so grow loose and immoral in direct contradiction to his commands this would not go down with them at first so the devil went on gradually two from a negligence in worshipping the true god he by degrees introduced the worship of false gods and to introduce this he began with the sun moon and stars called in the holy text the host of heaven these had greater majesty upon them and seemed fitter to command the homage of mankind so it was not the hardest thing in the world to bring men when they had once forgotten the true god to embrace the worship of such gods as these three having thus debauched their principles in worship and led them from the true and only object of worship to a false it was the easier to carry them on so in a few gradations more he brought them to downright idolatry and even in that idolatry he proceeded gradually too for he began with awful names such as were venerable in the thoughts of men as baal or bel which in chaldaic and hebrew signifies lord or sovereign or mighty and magnificent and this was therefore a name ascribed at first to the true god but afterwards they descended to make images and figures to represent him and then they were called by the same name as baal balim and afterwards bel 
from which by a hellish degeneracy saturn brought mankind to adore every block of their own hewing and to worshipping stocks stones monsters hobgoblins and every sordid frightful thing and at last the devil himself what notions some people may entertain of the forwardness of the first ages of the world to run into idolatry i do not inquire here i know they tell us strange things of its being the product of mere nature one removed from its primitive state but i who pretend to have so critically inquired into satan's history can assure you and that from very good authority that the devil did not find it so easy a task to obliterate the knowledge of the true god in the minds and consciences of men as those people suggest it is true he carried things a great length under the patriarchal government of the first ages but still he was sixteen hundred years bringing it to pass and though we have reason to believe the old world before the flood was arrived to a very great height of wickedness and ovid very nobly describes it by the war of the titans against jupiter yet we do not read that ever satan was come to such a length as to bring them to idolatry indeed we do read of wars carried on among them whether it was one nation against another or only personal we cannot tell but the world seemed to be swallowed up in a life of wickedness that is to say of luxury and lewdness rapine and violence and there were giants among them and men of renown that is to say men famed for their mighty valour great actions of war we may suppose and for their strength who personally opposed others we read of no considerable wars indeed but tis not to be doubted but there was such wars or else it is to be understood that they lived in common a life somewhat like the brutes the strong devouring the weak for the text says the whole earth was filled with violence hunting and tearing one another in pieces either for dominion or for wealth either for ambition or for avarice we know not well which thus far the antediluvian world went and very wicked they were there is no doubt of that but we have reason to believe that there was no idolatry the devil had not brought them to that length yet perhaps it would soon have followed but the deluge intervened after the deluge as i have said he had all his work to do over again and he went on by the same steps first he brought them to violence and war then to oppression and tyranny then to neglect of true worship then to false worship and then idolatry by the mere natural consequence of the thing who were the first nation or people that fell from the worship of the true god is something hard to determine the devil who certainly of all god's creatures is best able to inform us having left us nothing upon record upon that subject but we have reason to believe it was thus introduced nimrod was the grandson of ham noah's second son the same who was cursed by his father for exposing him in his drunkenness this nimrod was the first who it seems satan picked out for a hero here he inspired him with ambitious thoughts dreams of empire and having the government of all the rest that is to say universal monarchy the very same bait with which he has played upon the frailty of princes and ensnared the greatest of them ever since even from his most august imperial majesty king nimrod i to his most christian majesty louis the fourteenth and many a mighty monarch between 
when these mighty monarchs and men of fame went off the stage the world had their memories in esteem many ages after and as their great actions were no otherwise recorded than by oral tradition and the tongues and memories of fallible men time and the custom of magnifying the past actions of kings men soon fabled up their histories satan assisting into miracle and wonder hence their names were had in veneration more and more statues and busts representing their persons and great actions were set up in public places till from heroes and champions they made gods of them and thus satan prompting the world was quickly filled with idols this nimrod is he according to the received opinion though i do not find satan's history exactly concurring with it was first called belus then baal and worshipped in most of the eastern country under those names sometimes with additions of surnames according to the several countries or people or towns where he was particularly set up as baal peor baal zephon baal phagor in other places plain baal as jupiter and after times had the like additions as jupiter ammon jupiter capitolinus jupiter pistor jupiter Feratrius, and about ten or twelve jupiters more i must acknowledge that i think it was a masterpiece of hell to bring the world to idolatry so soon after they had such an imminent example of the imminent power of the true god as was seen in the deluge and particularly in the escape of noah and the ark to bring them even before noah or his sons were dead to forget whose hand it was and give the homage of the world to a name and that a name of a mortal man dead and rotten who was famous for nothing when he was alive but blood and war i say to bring the world to set up this nothing this mere name nay the very image and picture of him for a god it was first a mark of most prodigious stupidity in the whole race of men a monstrous degeneracy from nature and even from common sense and in the next place twas a token of an inexpressible craft and subtlety in the devil who had now got the people into so full and complete a management that in short he could have brought them by the same rule to have worshipped anything and in a little while more did bring many of them to worship himself plain devil as he was and knowing him to be such as to the antiquity of this horrible defection of mankind though we do not find the beginning of it particularly recorded yet we are certain it was not long after the confusion of babel for nimrod as is said was no more than noah's great-grandson and noah himself i suppose might be alive some years after nimrod was born and as nimrod was not long dead before they forgot that he was a tyrant and a murderer and made a ball that is a lord or idol of him i say he was not long dead for nimrod was born in the year of the world eighteen forty seven and built babylon the year eighteen seventy nine and we find terah the father of abraham who lived from the year eighteen seventy nine was an idolater as was doubtless bethuel who was terah's grandson for we find laban who was bethuel's son was so and all this was during the life of the first post diluvian family for terah was born within one hundred ninety three years after the flood and one hundred fifty seven years before noah was dead and even abram himself was eighty and fifty years old before noah died 
yet idolatry had been then in all probability above an hundred years practice in the world note bene it is worth remark here what a terrible advantage the devil gained by the debauching poor noah in drawing him into the sin of drunkenness for by this as i said he silenced and stopped the mouth of the great preacher of righteousness that father and patriarch of the whole world who was not able for the shame of his own foul miscarriage to pretend to instruct or reprove the world any more the devil took hold of them immediately and for want of a prophet to warn and admonish ran that little of religion which there might be left in shem and japhet quite out of the world and deluged them all in idolatry how long the whole world may be said to be thus overwhelmed in ignorance and idolatry we may make some tolerable guess at by the history of abraham for it was not till god called him from his father's house that any such thing as a church was established in the world nor even then except in his own family and successors for almost four hundred years after that call and till god brought the israelites back out of egypt the whole world may be said to be involved in idolatry and devil worship so absolute a conquest had the devil made over mankind immediately after the flood and all taking its rise and beginning at the fatal defeat of noah who had he lived untainted and invulnerable as he had done for six hundred years before would have gone a great way to have stemmed the torrent of wickedness which broke in upon mankind and therefore the devil i say was very cunning and very much in the right of it take him as he is a mere devil to attack noah personally and give him a blow so soon it is true the devil did not immediately raise out the notion of religion and of a god from the minds of men nor could he easily suppress the principle of worship and homage to be paid to a sovereign being the author of nature and guide of the world the devil saw this clearly in the first ages of the new world and therefore as i have said he proceeded politically and by degrees that it was so is evident from the story of job and his three friends who if we may take it for a history not a fable and may judge of the time of it by the length of job's life and by the family of eliphaz the temanite who it is manifest was at least grandson or great-grandson to esau isaac's eldest son and by the language of imelech king of gerar to abraham and of laban to jacob both the latter being at the same time idolaters i say if we may judge of it by all these there were still very sound notions of religion in the minds of men nor could satan with all his cunning and policy deface those ideas and root them out of the minds of the people and this put him upon taking new measures to keep up his interest and preserve the hold he got on mankind and his method was like himself subtle and politic to the last degree as his whole history makes appear for seeing he found they could not but believe the being of a god and that they would needs worship something it is evident he had no game left him to play but this namely to set up wrong notions of worship and bring them to a false worship instead of a true supposing the object worship to be still the same to finish this stratagem he first insinuates that the true god was a terrible a dreadful unapproachable being that to see him was so frightful that it would present death 
that to worship him immediately was a presumption which would provoke his wrath as that he was a consuming fire in himself so he would burn up those in his anger that dared to offer up any sacrifice to him but by the interposition of some medium which might receive their adorations in his name hence it occurred presently that subordinate gods were to be found out and set up to whom the people might pay the homage due to the supreme god and who they might worship in his name this i take from the most ancient account of idolatry in the world nor indeed could the devil himself find out any other reason why men should canonize or rather deify their princes and men of fame and worship them after they were dead as if they could save them from death and calamity who were not able to save themselves when they were alive much less could satan bring men to swallow so gross so absurd a thing as the bowing the knee to a stock or a stone a calf an ox a lion made the image or figure of a calf such as the israelites made at mount sinai and say these be thy gods o israel who brought thee out of the land of egypt having thus i say brought them to satisfy themselves that they worship the true god and no other under the figures and appearances which they made to represent him it was easy after that to worship anything but the true god and thus in a few ages they worship nothing but idols even throughout the whole world nor has the devil lost this hold in some parts of the world nay not in most parts of the world to this day he holds still all the eastern parts of asia and the southern parts of africa and the northern parts of europe and in them the vast countries of china and tartary persia and india guinea ethiopia zanzibar congo angola monomotapa etc in all which except ethiopia we find no vestiges of any other worship but that of idols monsters and even the devil himself till after the very coming of our saviour and even then if it be true that the gospel was preached in the indies and china by st thomas and in other remote countries by other of the apostles we see that whatever ground satan lost he seems to have recovered it again and all asia and africa is at present overrun with paganism or mohammedanism which i think of the two is rather the worst beside all america a part of the world as some say equal in bigness to all the other in which the devil's kingdom was never interrupted from its first being inhabited whenever it was to the first discovery of it by the european nations in the sixteenth century in a word the devil got what we may call an entire victory over mankind and drove the worship of the true god in a manner quite out of the world forcing as it were his maker in a new kind of creation the old one proving thus ineffectual to recover a certain number by force and mere omnipotence to return to their duty serve him and worship him but of that hereafter End of part 1, chapter 10b.